Hello, beautiful people. How are your spirit doing? This is like it's like a second date. Uh, I want to welcome everybody to Peace Talk Podcast. This is episode two. Um, I feel like it's the second date. You know what I mean? Like you wear something a little bit more slutty than you did the first time. You know, because I'm not saying you got you got to put out on the first date or you don't have. Like it's up to you. It's 2020, baby. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. You know what I mean? If you want to sleep on the first date, sleep on the first date. Dudes, if you want to wear condoms, wear condoms. I don't know where, where this is going. I apologize. Let me start off by saying this. <laughs> Uh, welcome everybody to Peace Talk Podcast. My name is Day Peace. I am actor, comedian. I don't know why I always say actor. I feel like it's more like, uh, it makes me like, oh shit, he acting. <laughs> okay, like in my, in my spirit, okay? In my spirit, it's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like assistant supervisor. You know what I mean? Like you can be, okay, that, I, I lost it. I lost where I was going with this. That, that can happen. Uh, for those who are hot, maybe listening for the first time, or for those who caught the first episode, which I very much appreciate, uh, this shit gets off the it derails very fast. Um, I like to pretend I talk about a lot of things that are important, <laughs> or, or at least I talk about things that I believe people would like to listen to, but. I can't be certain. It depends on if you listen to this or not. So if you are, if you made it this far and you are along with me, it, it I appreciate it. Let's jump into today. I, I have a couple of things that I wanted to talk about. And honestly, I wanted to have my wife on this episode. She will hopefully be on the next episode or, or not the next one. She bitch ain't going nowhere. You know, she, <laughs> we are in it till death. Like I, so here's how I feel about marriage. I feel like if you get married, you gotta be in it for death. Like there's no sweeter <laughs> escape other than that. Like, <laughs> like all these, all these people getting divorced. Yeah, you, you, you're weak. Here's let me say this before people, you know, email me and message me and day day. I was I was abused and you know my my wife. You know, I found out she was a a prostitute and. I'm not saying there are not exceptions to the rules. Everybody knows this. We're grown-ups. You know, these things happen. We plan one thing, something else happened that completely takes us out of it. And I will say this. <laughs> if I do marry a prostitute, say say my wife turns out to be a prostitute, I'm in it to win it. You know what I'm saying? Like let's make the let's, let's make a profit. Let's 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 figure this shit out. Put me on a payroll, baby. Um, or, you know, like if hypothetically my wife starts, uh, to become abusive, maybe she doesn't like the way I wear my boxer briefs. Maybe, you know, maybe she just like, you know what, Psh, I don't, I don't, I'm mad at you. And I will say this, my wife does have a, a temper. Like she's, she's like 18 steps away from being a physically abusive. If I can be honest with you, I'm not saying call help you know <laughs> like i'm not saying call for help or anything like that but um like maybe you know what I'm saying? like i feel like my wife is white for those who don't know beautiful uh woman i love her mother of my children but i feel like maybe she she started dating black men just in case she wanted to abuse them like if she wanted to give them black eyes she's like nigga you already got black eyes so uh I don't know. That's racist. I apologize. <laughs> but I, I'll say this about my wife. She does not 
fuck around with race jokes when it when it relates like when it pertains when it pertains to her uh or i guess our children she's she's not she doesn't laugh as hard like she laughs at a lot of things um i i feel very blessed to say i can make my wife laugh she makes me laugh too she's a very funny and fun person like seven days out of the year (laughs) like that's about it like she'll give you a great week um and i i think another thing is that's funny a lot of people don't know that about my wife like a lot of people don't ever see that side to her i we were just talking the other day i realized it's been 12 fucking years that's a long fucking time for anything but to be in a relationship or to to you know start a life with somebody 12 fucking years is long like that's that's i don't know like uh law and order svu has been on for like 21 years like that's that's we not even there yet but i feel like it's been uh i feel like it's been a lifetime already and uh maybe we'll make it to 21 years like uh olivia benson <laughs> so what i wanted to get to uh, for those that that again, this this might be your first time listening. I really like to talk about whatever is on my mind. I got some topics. I'm I'm trying to be a little bit more prepared. I listened back to the first episode, which, again, thank you for those who who caught that and listened and gave me some some great feedback. I I really didn't have a structure, and I'm not going to say this one is going to be any different, but I at least had like eight topics that I wrote down on a notepad. Again. If we get to them, we get to them. If not, we'll see. However, going back to getting married and <laughs> like, like, here's the thing. I'm not saying every, uh, everybody that gets married doesn't have some type of, you know, like issue in my personal opinion. Uh, I'm 34. I've only been married for, for two years and again, I was saying, I knew my wife, I, I met my wife in, I don't know why I want to say the summer of 04. I don't fucking know what happened in the summer of 04, but for whatever reason, in my spirit, summer 04, that might be the title of the episode. <laughs> Y'all gonna listen and be like, what the, f-? he never talked about the summer of 04, that I, that's a stupid title for an episode day day. Um, I met my wife and, uh, Wow wow 2007 no that's not true that's not true at all i lied it was 2000 jeez like no it was 2007 wow that's fucking crazy and it's crazy because it's 2020 and uh you know so much has has happened so i met her at the end of 2007 uh, if you listen to the first episode, I talked about I was at a at, at a I said a club. There's really no clubs out where I'm at. It was a bar, but it was like a bar that played music. So, <laughs> like, it was the closest thing to a club. <laughs> it, but it was really horrible because they would play like all late '90, you know, early 2000 hip hop songs. So if anybody you know, like, wanted to dance, or there was, like, you know, eight black people in the room, they would start playing Little John to the window, to the wall, and it was just like, come on, come on, y'all, you know, anyway, so I I, I meet her, 
And uh, we meet the week before Thanksgiving. And I don't know if I shared this on the first episode, but I didn't know anybody when I moved out to to Iowa. I knew one person. So we're going at the sneaker company and I knew she was my assistant manager. Her name is Sarah. And I, I, I still talk to Sarah. Uh, actually, Sarah, I was in the newspaper uh, again for a show, a comedy show that I was doing around uh, the area, which is in Charles City. Not too far from me. It's approximately like an hour and a half. But it was a very shitty show. Like, it, in fact, it was so shitty. It's one of my it, it's it was it got the award for my my least favorite show of 2019. And I did a lot of shows and I'm not going to say I did a lot of bad shows, but it, it was like unanimous. It was unanimously bad that this show out of all the shows was the the shittiest show that I did. And uh, if I have time, maybe we'll get to it. We'll we'll see. However, Sarah lives well, she works in, in, in Charles City and she saw me in the paper. She took a picture and she sent it to me, which I'm a little I'm, I'm a little petty about because the the venue didn't even tell me that they put me in the paper or, or they what picture they like. They didn't share anything. She just so happened to see it and Snapchat me. So shout out to Sarah. I appreciate you going back. Didn't know anybody in Iowa when I moved here except for Sarah. So I was like, how to to make this work when it when it comes to like holidays and, you know, like family gatherings. So I meet my wife a week before Thanksgiving thinking that she would be like, you know, what? and I'll be honest with you. I'm going to share this. I, she knows what she got herself into. She threw it at me really, really quickly. Like I was kind of a woman in this situation. Like I'm like, no, we need a date first. We need to, you know, like we need to break bread. I need to get to know who you are before I slide in there. And it was again, we 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 met like on a Saturday. I I'm assuming that Thanksgiving was that following Thursday. So not the upcoming Thursday, but the Thursday after that, because we had went on at least one date before. Uh, then she threw it at me and then Thanksgiving comes and she nothing. And I'm not saying I'm not saying she should have definitely invited me, but she could have at least was like, hey, do you have any plans for Thanksgiving? What are you doing for Thanksgiving? None of that. Y'all, she just grabbed the dick, got it and left like that was I, I helped myself. You know, I took a cold shower uh, in the, the next morning. Nothing happened. Uh, I ended up spending Thanksgiving by myself and I started what I like to call uh, one of my holiday traditions, which is eating frozen pizza. Actually, the tradition is getting a frozen pizza and burning it and not having anything else to eat because there's nothing fucking open. Anyway, I digress. Didn't invite me to Thanksgiving. And then and then Christmas rolls around. That's a whole fucking month later. Okay, Jesus is born. Uh, we had probably went on, let's say, you know, three to four more dates, quote unquote. So this was like before Netflix and chill. So when it came to like, hey, how do we get it in? And, and again, I'm I'm in <laughs> I'm in Northern Iowa at this time. I was uh, living in Mason City at this time. There's not much to do around here. So. Uh, I I remember we once uh, 
uh, like they were, <laughs> we had some fucking friends that stayed, like waited in line at the Walmart in town when Twilight New Moon came out because that was like a big fucking deal. I don't like the Twilight movies. I unfortunately have seen. I don't know how many. It, it, I don't know if there's four of them. I think there's four of them. I I think I've seen three of them, and not by choice. Like it's, I feel like I was raped into seeing them. I know that like, I can't just throw the R word around, but I really feel like it was forced upon me on on three different movie occasions. I'm getting. I'm getting. I'm. I'm, I'm losing you guys. I apologize. Let me. Let me. Let me scale it back. But anyway, there's not much to do. So we had went on at least three to four dates. We've gotten to know each other. She threw it at me a few more times. I threw it at her. Like that's when I was knocking it out the park. I did a show this last Saturday, and you know, one of my one of my comedy brothers, very hilarious dude. Please check him out, Bernard Bell. He was on stage talking about he he does round two and three at night and he's almost 40. Fuck all that. I'm not doing no. I like to go to I like to go to bed. You know what I mean? Like I like to get a good night's sleep. Fuck all. I need one time going to sleep. I wanna curl up with my pillow and you know put friends on or whatever the case is. But anyway, we, we we're throwing it at each other. And this is again, we're we're I'm not gonna say we're in our, our prime, but this is the this is the eight this is the age of mm, you know foreplay. This is when foreplay lasts longer than actual sex. You know, like now sex lasts longer than foreplay. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like fucking what's that? The lollipop, how many licks does it take? A one, a two, a, that's how like foreplay is with me and my wife. Now it's just Let's just knock this shit out so we can get it in, do what we got to do, and go fold the children's clothes. Like, that's how life is, and I'm okay with that. And she's, she's definitely okay with that. But point I'm trying to get to is she did not invite me to Christmas either. <laughs> so I meet her a week before Thanksgiving, no invite. Christmas rolls around. We're practically dating uh, in my mind. Like, you know, like, we're basically married. And she doesn't invite me to Christmas. She doesn't. We do nothing on New Year's. She actually goes to Minneapolis for New Year's with her best friend, Trish. Shout out to Trish T-Dog. I'm going to bring that name back. I haven't called her that in a long time. And I don't know why. Uh, I think I started I started nicknaming people because it was easier than than learning or remembering their names. Like That was that was my thing. Like <laughs> when I when I first moved to, to Minnesota from Detroit, I just nicknamed all the white people that I knew because I'm like Rebecca and Susan. It's just, it got it got too confusing. And and then I, when I first started doing it, they felt like this. I don't know. Like I think they felt like <laughs> like like they loved it. It was like I'm cool now. They like they 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 they. they they, I don't know, like they had a black friend and he, he, they had a nickname finally and they started getting cornrows, whatever the fuck it was. But I started nicknaming people. Uh, I'm going to bring some of them back. Some of them I don't even talk to and fuck with anymore. But she didn't even invite me to Thanksgiving, Christmas, now New Year's. And um, I was very angry about this. But by January, by mid-January of 2008, we uh made it official we actually uh 
moved in. Uh, I had her move in super early. Like we, like again, we met right before Thanksgiving, and and she was living with me by I think the end of January. So I guess I brought all that up because it's been a long fucking time since 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 I've been like with this woman. And to be honest, it has not been all roses like we have broken up and gotten back together uh there's been a lot of other shit that has been horrible on my on my part and i realize like thank god she sort of i want to say stuck by my side but i don't think that was really the case like thank god she couldn't do better (laughs) like thank god Thank God. I take that back. Uh, she's going to hear this. And uh, she's going to be like, no pussy for a week. And I'm like, that's like every other week. Boom. Got her. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, like, <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry. But but the thing was, like, I don't know. Like, I, I really, like, our like our entire relationship has, has been, it's just been crazy. Yeah. And I don't know how many couples are very honest with their like the longevity of it because to to a lot of people they'll probably look at our relationship and say wow you guys have been together for you know 12 years you you guys have two kids and and one on the way and you know you you're married and you but it 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 really hasn't always been like that and honestly I would say like my favorite part of our relationship has been when we got engaged and that's kind of the story that I want to talk uh that I want to share with you guys and talk to you guys about when she's on the episode because I kind of just want to get her perspective of of you know the the day and night that I proposed and what led up to it and and us really kind of moving forward because from that moment I think that's when I became a man you know like that's when I stopped fucking around and and being smart about understanding her value and and there's been you know it's it's been really just kind of all about her after at at that point and I realized a lot of men including myself we have to like grow up and we have to get to a certain point and some women try to rush the process just like with comedy you cannot rush this you can't you know jump on stage and 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 start headlining like you have to respect the process and and take it step by step and learn and grow and get better and that's what it is sometimes for for men in relationships and we've been dating for a week why hasn't he proposed bitch it's been a week you know and then there's some that's we've been together for 32 years why won't he let me meet his mom like whatever the case is you have to understand who you are with and who you are dating and what comes along with all of that i have now spent almost 20 minutes just just to get to the point of if my wife was a prostitute or abusive, I still feel obligated to maybe stick it out, figure this shit out. And the only way our relationship would end is by sweet, sweet death. No divorce for me, baby. Death. I'm going to take a quick break. I'll be right back. And I know one thing I didn't say that I wanted to get to was in in regards to marriage 
I feel like marriage is the hardest thing that I've I've done so far in my 34 soon to be 35 years on this planet. It's a very difficult arrangement. Like like I guess one of the points that I was just trying to make earlier was like the idea is you got to be in it for the long haul and anything else like anything shorter than that. I'm not going to say it's a failure because I know there's a lot of people that uh, got married got divorced and felt like it was a failure or they were unable to to go the distance like they want to because like I said life changes that should just it's, it's just a part of life however I feel like where I'm at right now is especially being with a woman that I've known for you know over 12 years our relationship even though we had gotten together and broken up and you know, it's it's not been all roses and, and lilies, which I don't fucking like flowers. But that's another conversation. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like the, the whole idea of marriage is like, I want to die with you. In fact, if I can go back and rewrite my vows, I probably would have said that. There's uh, two things I wish I would have said. One, I wish I would have said in front of everybody, like, her her parents and her family and, and my mom and, and my family had people that came out from uh, from Detroit and uh, it was it was a beautiful uh, wedding like our the day we 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 made it happen was just uh, one of the best days of my life. I wish I could have said in my vows, uh, I promise not to OJ Simpson you. That's one thing I really wish I would have just like, hey, I'm not. Like, if you die, it's not going to be by my hands. You know what I'm saying? I want to make that clear. Like, I don't wear gloves. You good, bitch. That's that's, that's one of the things I wish I could have said. And, and, the, and the other thing is, is just ideally, like, I want to I wanna do this until one of us dies. And statistically, I'm going to go first. I put lorries on everything like hey i put lorries and 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 frank's red hot on so much shit and i don't know if i do it unconsciously so that i can leave the earth first you know so she can deal with shit i don't know what it is you know i'm gonna get high blood pressure or um you know diabetes it's something something's gonna take me out y'all i don't think i don't i don't think it's like a chevy you know i don't think it's a car accident or um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now I'm thinking like I feel like this might be a little bit more but now I'm thinking like of my death and how do I how would I how would I die how would I leave the earth and uh, will it be by choice you know what I'm saying like will will um will I be at the wrong school and you know what I'm saying like uh I don't know we'll find out stay tuned <laughs> stay tuned to a, a future episode that that'll never be aired um no, I think I think marriage is very hard. One of the hardest things I've ever done. And uh, kudos to those who really have gone through it and have have done everything that they can. And just it just doesn't work out. But more importantly, to those that that fight through it and they find a way to to keep it going and and, and work shit out. We went to counseling last year, and that was like a great thing for us. I don't know how great it was for her. And maybe I'll write this down and I'll make a note and, and we'll address it on the next episode. She'd probably be like, I don't want to talk about that. Like, like, but believe it or not, my wife is very private. Like she like like people when they look at the two of us, because I'm not gonna say we're complete opposites, but we have some some huge similarities and then we have some things that are just like, how did this fucking 
thing work. And I know everybody's like, opposites attract. Yeah, opposites attract because I think they're attractive. You know, it's like, I don't know that. Let me, let me, let me try that out. You know what I mean? I don't know if I feel like opposites attract long term. Like, I don't know if that's a, that's a thing that, that really, you know, got like it, it sustains, like it's something that goes on for a long time. Um, I, I, you know, I had, a, so I did a show. Oh no, I got to get to that in a little bit, but I've only dated two white girls in my life and my wife is my second. So I would say my first white girl that I dated in Minnesota, uh, her, her name is Laura and there's a, I spray painted her car whore and I don't know if we'll get to that <laughs> anytime soon, but that, that was a, that was a crazy, that was a crazy night. That was a crazy episode. I, 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 I do this thing with my life. I don't know if I am the only one. I might be. I like to pretend I'm not. But I live my life according to as if it is a TV show. Like a TV show with episodes and seasons. And I title them. <laughs> and it's it's a little fucking, in, you know, crazy. But that's just me. I don't share that with a lot of people, but the the night I did that was a very crazy episode. Um, me and and Laura, we just it was just it was at the end of the relationship, and things weren't looking up, and I was I was in like a different space. Like it was I had never been. I don't know if I if I can exactly capture the mind frame that I was in, but I just, I just remember never, ever really being that in that darker space before. Like that shit was like, I wasn't me. Like I just was not me. I was all types of hurt and angry and like just all these different emotions in one. And then being, you know, early twenties and not fucking knowing how to deal with all that. It was just a crazy episode. Will we get to it? I don't know if you if you are interested, uh, email me and and message me and and uh, say hey I want to hear about that story and maybe uh, I'll I'll squeeze it in on one of the upcoming episodes. Uh, but <laughs> I've only dated uh, you know two white girls and, and and we're very opposite and I'm very out there and blah, blah, blah. I mean she's very like uh quiet and introvert she likes she rather stays at home she rather stay at home and and just you know watch you know watch a movie eat popcorn and i'm i I love doing that as well but i also like to get out and do some crazy shit and uh we're just we're just very different so i don't know if we'll you know how much she'll be willing to open up and and share with all 18 viewers but i actually i i don't even know why i did that that's a very negative thing that we do as humans we're like we try to you know we we try to play ourselves you know play it down like i really think this podcast could be a great outlet and it can be also successful and i hope the numbers grow and i appreciate you guys so i don't know why i just did that right now i gotta catch myself we do that it's 2020 we should be our fucking cheerleader like we should be rooting our ourselves to do bigger and better things and we should definitely have a different approach to, hey, I want more for myself. And I can I can do it. So uh, a lot of stuff I just got out and shared. And 
Um, like I said, I'd love to get my wife on the next episode. Maybe I'll, I'll sign you know, a petition and make it. It's just, it's hard. It's hard when you have, you know, two kids and your wife is pregnant. And currently my wife is actually a little sick. She, she got like a, it's not a sinus infection, but like, like as a man, I do things that like sum things up. So, like, she's congested, and she, you know, kind of got the nose that's leaky a little bit. She got to plug it out with tissue and all these fucking other things. But I just like to sum it up and say, sinus infection. Is it a sinus infection? Probably not. Do I know everything that goes on (laughs) with a sinus infection? No, but it's a sinus infection. So, she's not really feeling great, and we just didn't have the time to to do it and sit down. So, I hope that that happens. Um... But we had, we had a full day. We actually, we had our first ultrasound for the new baby, the new baby. And we, we just, we just did a a gender reveal, which was, um, kind of weird. It's, it's fun, but it's also like a lot of people, like who cares? I don't know why people are so angry what other people do. You know, like I, you know, I made a post and I was like, should we do this? And a lot of people are like, fuck, do, hell yeah. It's it's fun. It's a new thing. When I say it's a new thing, it's been, what, uh, going on for the last decade, uh, you know, relatively. I think they said the first one that went on on YouTube or went viral or whatever was um, like 2010 or, or, or something very, very early on. But people are like, you can't do that. Don't do that. Don't, don't, you don't do a gender reveal. Let the baby reveal his gender or her gender when they're 18. Like, just relax. Okay. Just fucking relax. Okay. It's a, we're, it's a, we got a penis or we don't got a penis or, or we got a wipe from front to back or like, like, just fucking relax. Just for a little bit, people. Like, everybody has this fucking outrage about everything. Just, I hope this is the year they could just like take a back seat to shit. Like that would be a that would be a great year. However, we did the gender reveal, which, like I said, seems to be kind of controversial. And it was fun. It's just kind of weird, you know. <laughs> like the the whole concept, I think, is great and fun and beautiful. And and you know, I I, I heard there were some explosions and a grandmother died because they you know like loud noises. But the the idea and the concept of hey we 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 don't know the sex of the the baby we want to find out we want other people to be around that would be remotely interested in knowing with us it's a cool thing if we can get together for your birthday week bitch we can get together and figure out if this child is going to be peeing sitting up you know sit standing or sitting sitting down so I feel like. It, it, it's a it's a great concept, but it's getting like a bad rap. I guess that's kind of the point. We we didn't know what to do and how to do it. My wife paid fifty dollars for this early gender uh, blood test thing, where you poke your finger and you put the blood in a thing and you send it off, and they tell you like super early. She is officially eleven weeks. Uh, 12 weeks probably by the time you hear this episode and I would not have done that 50 dollars $50 is still a lot to uh, still a lot to me okay I 
I don't have a job job, you know, like I do this for a living, but you have to understand comedy is hard to make money like that, that, that you can save like my, my whole like organization, you know, like, I mean, my whole operation is essentially making money and reinvesting that money into uh, merchandise or a, a future show that I'm producing or, you know, working with this, that and the other or, or you know, travel and like I basically make money and put it into my comedy machine and it just recycles back and forth. And like I said, the whole idea is just to keep my head afloat and get better. Hopefully there will be this breakout opportunity that allows me to do bigger and better things, which I know will come. And I'm going to speak that into existence on episode two. So I can look back and be like, Hey, when I said it, I said it this time at this place at this time and meant and meant it, you know, this is another thing. Like being positive is, is one thing, but you got to mean the shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't be like, uh, this is the year I'm going to do this and not fucking mean it. So uh, I would much rather you just don't fucking say it than be a negative Nelly. I don't know if Nelly was negative. I feel like ne- negative Nelly got a like anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> that's I'm sorry. That's just what happens. OK, I had a very long day. And I, if I could be honest with you, if I could be completely honest, I am exhausted. Like I, I really want to go to bed right now. <laughs> like it's 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 super late, and I want to sort of be quiet because everybody is sleeping in the house, and you know, uh, my ugly baby when he wakes up, he does this thing now where he wakes up. He he gathers his things <laughs> like you'll you'll gather a blanket or a stuffed animal and then he he leaves the room and he now closes the door behind him. So he leaves his room, closes the door behind him with you know a stuffed ha- a stuffed animal in one hand and a blanket in the other hand, and then he he like zombie walks <laughs> over to our room and like he he nine times out of ten will go to wake up my wife first but then I, I i always cut him off like nine times out of ten i'm like hey you go go back to your and i gotta walk him back and put him back in his bed and he goes to sleep i'm exhausted and i'm trying to put this product out for you because i want to stay consistent to what i'm saying and i also want to give you guys something fun to listen to on your you know way to work or work whatever it is that you're doing um so i'm exhausted and it's been a long day, and I'm, I, I don't want to be super loud, but I want to make sure you guys hear where I'm coming from in my spirit. And uh, yeah, we, we had our first ultrasound today for the new baby. The new baby is uh, due in July, into uh, July, I believe the 25th. You know, it's like, when was your last period, and when didn't you do it, and when do you think you did it, and and. Some, I feel like these doctors now are getting all graphic. Like, what positions did you do? Were your legs up? Were you, did you have socks on? What kind of socks did you wear? I'm like, God damn, young lady, you want to be there next time? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but we had a gender thing this past Sunday, and we bought two onesies. We didn't know what to do. We were going to do, like, uh, 
Christmas ornaments because we we did the $50 thing. We she took the test, she sent it in, and we were going to get it back and we were going to basically do it in front of, you know, the family for Christmas, but it was inconclusive or it didn't have enough blood. Whatever the case is when she sent it in, we we didn't she had to do it again. So we couldn't do it for Christmas. And we were like, let's let's do something different and less expensive. So we 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 uh, got two onesies. We got a boy onesie and a girl onesie. And w- the idea was to put it in a box and open it and you know reveal what what the sex was. We got the results back, or she did the test again, got it back. We told her her parents, so my my in laws, um, the they they knew. They took the, the both onesies. They wrapped one of them up. We had a couple of people over, and uh, our Otis, um, he was. So I I started a YouTube channel for our Otis. I don't know why. I mean, I, I know why, but I don't know what was like the like why should we really do this? You know, like when fucking kids have like ideas, and you're like, no, this is stupid. Let's not eat gummy bears for dinner or whatever. Like kids come up with some dumb shit. <laughs> kids are not smart. Okay, that's my point. Uh, <laughs> but we were talking and it just like, Hey, let's do this. And I'm like, I guess it was more of a, like, why not? Let's, let's, let's give it a shot. And we tried to figure out what to do for his YouTube channel. And a lot of these fucking millionaire children they got money before they even do the channel so their parents is buying them all types of shit and they they open up presents every episode and they just dropping g's and we ain't got that life we need to do shit that don't cost a lot of money and what doesn't cost a lot of money drawing it doesn't cost a lot all you need is a piece of paper and a pencil or a color pencil or a crayon I mean, just remember, like when you were little and you had to get your parents a a present, what did someone say? Oh, make them a card. They would, you know, they would love it. No, they don't. It's fucking cheap. It's like that you do it and you fold the piece of paper. Uh, Kids need jobs. You know what? I'm not mad at Malaysia and all those people that have the children working early. They got, you got to structure them early. You know, these, they, what they they are teaching them, (laughs) what they are teaching them is the fundamentals of how to work in in, in the workplace and the economics. And it's not a bad idea. It should be optional. I'm not saying you can't force people to do things, but this should definitely be optional. Um, (laughs) but we, 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 we have a YouTube channel for him, which I edit every video and editing is a beast. It takes a lot of work. I, eh, I don't, I don't care for it, but I do it because we are committed to this idea. His YouTube channel is called, this is Drake. And it's really just a fun little kid thing. And, you know, there's this Ryan toy review kid who, you know, at the age of eight, he made like 28 or 26 million dollars last year and i'm like if we can get like 50 g's i'm good you know i'm retired so um we we did a little reveal where he opened up one of the two and it was a he opened if it was a pink onesie obviously it'd be it's a girl and i can't i guess you can't say that boys like pink too but you fucking know what i mean so we opened it up and uh, it was a blue onesie. So we are having a third fucking boy. And I can be honest with you. I am excited. I wasn't. I mean, obviously, me and my wife would both love to have 
you know, a girl just to be like, hey, we got we got one of both and we can be done, I guess. Um, but the idea is we're supposed to be done no matter what. And the fact that we now know, or at least we have an idea that it's probably going to be a boy, the, you know, it's 99.9% accurate. I will say this, if they're wrong, we do get our money back. So that's, that's a, that's a plus. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break. I'll be right back, guys. This is Peace Talk Podcast. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. We are near the end. We made it, y'all. I I said this on the first episode. I wasn't sure if I can really make, you know, these these almost hour long episodes. And I know, uh, I don't know, I, it, it might be a very long to, to hear one guy really just ramble and talk about things that that that's on the top of his head or things he likes to share, or just get out uh, very therapeutic. And I appreciate it. And it's it's a process that I like to go through. And I, I'm excited that I can share that and I can at least, you know, create a window or an outlet or a radio for you guys to listen to and hear and, and be a part of this. One of the things that I pride myself on as far as being a comedian and and working really hard to get to that next level is you know, really developing fans and people that support me and, and, and people that I, I hope are along with me for this ride, because, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, when, when somebody makes it and they're like, Hey, it wasn't just me. It's, it's these people as well. They're, they're responsible. That's kind of what these projects are. These are just things that I I'm trying to do and create and put out there that, uh, I feel like that are very true to me that I'm excited about that I want to do and it, it might just be a weird idea to have me fucking talking uh for almost an hour about these things and like I said I don't know if anybody's going to come away with anything like I don't know if your life has has gotten better or you're like you know what I think differently about these topics now but maybe maybe they do I don't know but I know the idea of this particular thing this the piece peace talk podcast what this is for me is hopefully the purest form of me putting something out as raw and uncut and unedited and just really being you know un i don't know like if i if i get like i'll sell out quick i'll be honest with you like if if I get picked up and I get a bunch of sponsors and they're like, hey, you, you can't say fuck a lot or whatever, whatever you need, sir. Just write my, just print my checks. But for now, on this level, this level is a very pure form of me putting something out there and, you know, people will either like it and listen or they won't. However, I'm going to continue to do that because what where I'm at in my career and what I'm trying to do is give you guys different parts of me and like I said it's cathartic this is something that I really uh, am passionate about uh, and and wanting to to have something that is is really different than anything else that 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 I've done or that 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 I'm doing I've done you know podcasts before and I've done internet radio I'm currently well, I do something on once a month on the radio uh, in North Iowa, and this little thing that I'm doing, 
and I've had I've had people in comics reach out to me like, oh, we should do so, we should collaborate. I'm not, I don't want to do that shit, bitch. <laughs> I don't know why I'm cursing, but I just I just want to have something that's mine. I guess I want to have something that's that's u- uniquely me. And I think this is that project, or I hope that this that's what this is. And I just will continue to to do it. So, like I said, I don't. I don't know how great or how funny or like that how I don't know if you just compare podcasts like that that day piece comedian podcast is you know like I give it a a 2.7 star I don't know what it is and 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 if you hear this and you're like I'm never gonna hear another episode but I just want you to know if you don't ever listen to another episode if you don't support or whatever you can suck my pee-pee you can just lick all around it i just found out i i didn't I, I didn't just find out but i just discovered i have a gray hair on my pube i have a gray hair pube and it's long as shit like it's it's it i I, ha- I haven't tried this yet but i feel like if i tried it it probably can reach my belly button like it's 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 it, it's very fucking long the point is if you're one of those people and you you hate shit that i do you can just uh i will cut off i, I won't cut the whole thing off because I, I feel i've grown attached to it you know what i mean i need to come up with a name for my very long one gray hair it's just one too that's the funny thing i need to come up with a name like if you guys have suggestions you guys can reach out to me uh you can email me at comedian day day at gmail uh or you can message me on all the social medias because i'm there but we got to come up with a name for for my long strand you know uh very mature wise i feel like he he talks to the other pubes and he (laughs) you know like when they have like meetings like someone left the toilet seat up or whatever 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 the meetings is that pubes have i feel like the long gray hair he runs those meetings you know he's and he's not a dick he's not like a dick manager like everybody you don't do this like i feel like you know he he understands he once was black you know he once he once was young pube you know just excited to be here like oh my goodness i can't believe it i'm one of the first ones here at the party (laughs) i can't believe that's where we just went um (laughs) oh my goodness that's funny um so yeah i I saw my uh baby boy heartbeat for the first time that was very emotional you like that transition by the way i just fucking go from pube to you know third baby boy uh i mean that's he he, he <laughs> that's not too far from the actual you know like from where the hair is and the ball sack that's that's not a huge um gap but uh i don't know i gotta be honest with you i was very emotional uh, not not like uh like oh my god Oscars you know, but <laughs> I guess that's that's the only emotional, very emotional example I can come up with at the time. But when we had our first child, Drake, me and Monica, my wife, we were not together, so it was a weird, you know, first heartbeat, you know, um, ultrasound experience yes on the 
one hand, I'm I'm watching what would you know, which would become my first child, you know, you know, squiggly lines on the screen, and I didn't feel, you know, connected to uh, what was going on, like the moment, if you will, and uh, it probably took me a while to feel like a dad and and be connected to this alien that came out of my wife's favorite, you know, like La La Land. And that's, that's what I'm gonna start calling vaginas, La La Land. <laughs> um, and then the sec, our second kid, Kyrie. We we this was he was the he was sort of like the planned child like we we kind of both you know we were moving we had moved from Arizona or we were moving from Arizona back to Iowa and we wanted to have that you know that that child right in that in in this particular time frame that we that we were looking for and it basically kind of happened right right as we planned it I guess the only difference is we were probably like a month or two off because when we got married you know, and and then leading up to it, she, you know, she was like two months, so she she was showing just a little bit, uh, but luckily the dress and everything worked out, and you know, it it was great to share that moment because that's when we revealed that hey, we were ex- you know expecting our second child, but for his heartbeat and his ultrasound, it it, it was it was exciting, but we were kind of in the I don't know, in the middle of planning this wedding. And and so it was kind of like, we'll do the wedding first and then we'll deal with the child. And that's kind of how, you know, our first year of marriage, you know, went. So as far as us being newlyweds, it was very much like married, get this out the way, then focus on this baby. So uh, I remember the ultrasound and, and the heartbeat. And I know we had this moment and I know a lot of parents, I can only imagine have them where you just, you know, you, you want you want to make sure you hear the heartbeat because there was like that that longer than than wanted and needed second for the doctor to find the heartbeat. You know, like it was taking her um, a little longer than than usual, and we just had that kind of freak out moment. Um, but you know, I've, you know, everything worked out and everything was great and we, we heard it and he was here and it, it was, it was just a weird, like, it, I, don't, I wouldn't say that it was emotional, you know, it was, it was probably more terrifying than anything. And, uh, we did have a miscarriage, which I'm, that's not a bad word. I know like, like it's, it's sad, you know, and it's painful, but that's, it's also a part of life and I'm not, you know. I don't have, I, I do have a joke about it. I was going to say, I don't have, I'm not going to joke about it, but it, it, it just happens. It sucks and it happens and, and you know, you move on from it, but we did have, um, a, uh, early miscarriage early, uh, last year, but it was super, super like, you know, like, you know, like four week, like it was super early and I, I honestly think, and, and me and my wife, you know, we've had a couple of, you know, a bunch of conversations about it. Um, but we feel like, you know, it was, it was a, like, if it was, it was to happen, we were happy. It never got that far to, uh, ultrasound or, uh, you know, heartbeat and, you know, not a lot of couples are, are, you know, privileged. Like they have that, they don't have that. It's, it's, it's sad, but like I said, it's a part of life. So this, 
this one, which I guess uh, my mother-in-law called uh, a rainbow pregnancy, which is the pregnancy after a miscarriage, which I had never heard of that. I thought it was just like some shit white people make up. <laughs> you know, like it's just like, hey, this is, you know, uh, it's a, you got a Skittle baby. <laughs> like just some, just something brand new. Um, so I maybe maybe that's why I was so emotional. Maybe because uh, we we didn't get that far with the last pregnancy, and to hear it, and and how, it, maybe that's what it is. You know, I feel like I just again, this is why I like this, you know, this podcast and why I'm doing it. I just I didn't really know why it was so emotional, and now I do it. It was because of all of those things that I just shared in leading up to the idea. That while we we're back here and we're gonna we're gonna do it again for a third time, God willing, everything goes well and smooth. Uh, pregnancy wise, it's been you know I won't say smooth sailing, but it's been not as bad as the last one. The last one was like Kyrie really fucking put a number on her. Our ugly baby, he was just like he just. I feel like when he <laughs> when she got pregnant, he was he was like the tenant that's like fuck this. Ain't nobody else gonna live here. Like I'm putting shit on the walls and like I'm just gonna like make it very difficult for anybody else to to, to move in. And uh, now I realize it's because uh, with this third boy that you know we it, it's possible again and, and we're blessed that we we can get we got this far so uh i i got i guess i'm gonna end it right there thank you guys very very much for being a part of this uh i feel like i'm getting emotional now nigga. i'm in the man up right now i'm about to go beat off to some aggressive porn i don't know why that's that's the thing but uh, I, I gotta be honest, I did not get to a lot of the things that I had written down, but I am very happy about the things that I did share and did talk to you guys, uh, or that I talked about today. And, uh, hopefully, like I said, it was fun for you guys. And like I said, hopefully you laughed a little bit and it was fun and you made it all the way through and, you know, you, you check it out, you click and subscribe and you tell people and share and all those things because I greatly appreciate it. And I, uh, hopefully we'll be back very soon with an episode with my wife and again if you have questions that you want me to answer on here it's the same thing you just reach out through me via email at uh it's comedian day day at gmail or you can find me on one of the social medias and send me a private message and uh i'll answer some questions on the next one so thank you very much for the love and support uh, i had fun talking hopefully you had fun listening until next time this has been peace talk podcast my name is day peace i'll talk to you later